Are you already recording? Yes. You are? Yeah. Okay. It's going. I kind of just jump right yeah. into things, you know. I don't I, know. I was in an acapella group, and we would record all of our, um, like, rehearsals, practice sessions. Uh-huh. And this one girl would always go really close to the mic. She'd be like, I know where you live. <laughs> and then so I was always the one who would record them. So, like, we would not, we would never see her do it. I don't know how she, like, managed to Snuck do it. But, in there. like, the beginning would always start with, I know where you live. <laughs> so... Shout shout out to Ella. (laughs) Thanks, Ella. (laughs) From my acapella group. That's where everybody lives. She knows where everyone lives. So let's start with just a little BTS. Okay. Okay. I mean, when did you get started? I feel like everybody has their... Yeah. um, What's your origin story? Yeah. I picked up a camera moment, and then from then on, I I knew it was that moment. It's kind of hard to place an exact moment because it was just kind of always, Mm -hmm. and... Like, my mom will tell you that, like, I was always asking to hold the video camera. Right. And there's actually some, like, funny footage of me, like, filming stuff Uh where, like, I just was, like, creating things that needed. Like, I was, like, asking my mom if I could hold the camera. And so I was, like, can I film this? And she was, like, why do we need to use the camera right now? Right. Because in her mind, it was just, like, we're wasting. You know, like, it's a tape. She's, like, (laughs) don't tape over. We're wasting footage. Yeah, I'm, like, come on. trying to be experimental. <laughs> Mom, you just got to like, come on. You got to see my vision that's <laughs> happening right now. I promise it'll look great. So I always was holding the camera, and then I didn't have my own camera for a while until, uh, like, I would always borrow my dad's, bring it to school and stuff. Right. And then in sixth grade, I got this. My first camera was not, a, like, a photography camera. It was a camcorder. Like, it was okay. a video. It was, like, for kids. It was called, like, VTech or something like that. They, the company still exists. I've tried to find the camera. Uh-huh. I can't find it. It was, like, this little green plastic camcorder like opened up had a little tiny screen i would make little videos with windows movie maker Mm -hmm. what did you what did you make movies of commercials we like make fake commercials i remember this one that my brother and cousin and i did for we did a um, perfume and a cologne commercial Uh my brother dressed up as a woman with a wig and a pink dress and my cousin dressed up as a man with a just like i don't know baseball cap i don't know that's what (laughs) guys look like right yeah sure I was like doing like little music videos. Mm-hmm. I was in that like YouTube community when YouTube like was like the wild west of oh yeah YouTube where like you make there anything. was no genre yeah, yeah. like um, so I was just in the like I was like that was like my seventh and eighth grade year. I would make these little music videos, and I actually like met people on YouTube that I'm still friends with today. I've met one of them, but then also I would just watch like. Behind the scenes on DVDs. That was another big thing that got me Oh, yeah, me into- like the special features mm-hmm. was incredible. That was like my first eye-opening experience to like, oh, this is like, you know, how it's made. Yeah. There's so much work that goes into it. Right. Yeah. Did you have like, what, what high school did you go to? Notre Dame Academy. Notre Dame. Did you have like a program or no. department where you could like learn more about video? Well, or- we had, so we had a broadcast journalism class and a photography class and I took neither of those classes. Really? <laughs> yeah. You're because just like, mm, I no. felt like, and I don't know if this is so pretentious of me to say, but I just felt like I had like already figured that stuff out as a high schooler. Okay. I was like, yeah, I got my first DSLR in high school and just kind of thought that I was really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> so you never took anything in high school? No, but I did, I guess my junior and senior year, I was the media cabinet. Mm-hmm. So I did all like the tech stuff for student council stuff. Everybody always knew me too, like in like grade school and high school as like the video girl. The video. Like, <laughs> yeah. I remember like <laughs> in eighth grade, our eighth grade video wasn't working, and so everyone starts chanting my name. They're like Alan, Alan, to like go fix it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a defining moment. <laughs> yeah, that's like when you knew, like okay, I was really this like is, oh, this I'm, is who I am now. Yeah, yeah, this is I'm how everybody's girl. going to address me. Which 
honestly, like at that age was so great because was. I was like, I was like, I, other people were feeling lost and like, Oh, I don't have, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I don't know what I'm going to do in they school. They didn't have and, like their thing. Yeah. And yeah. I had my thing from a, like, from when I was really little. Mm-hmm. After college. Where'd you go to school? DePaul. DePaul. What is DePaul that? University. Well, it's, I mean, it's like a, it's a Catholic school, but it's like the least Catholic Catholic school I've probably ever heard of. Okay. It's um like very liberal, like social justice, justice focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and I chose it for the film school because they have a very production focused film school. Do they? Like they will, you'll start doing production classes your first year. And in like the like six hour radius from Toledo, I could not find a school like that. Like no. They don't, there's no film school in Ohio. I don't know if like, well, like BG and UT, yeah. well, I, mean, I didn't want to stay in Toledo. Right. So I was like, okay, I want to go outside of Toledo. And um, BG was like my second choice. Like mm. I would have gone to BG if it was not yep. a 30 minute drive, but I couldn't find anything else. And my sister went to the ball. So like, I already like kind of knew about it. Mm-hmm. But I was looking at Columbia College, which is also in Chicago. And that's like a very artsy school, like fashion and film and comedy. People who can make art. Yeah. Yes. And so it was like, all of those kind of people. And I was like, okay, I'm going to hate this. <laughs> like, I was very intrigued. No I, no, I felt the very same way. Like, 18 years old, like, the film studios and, like, all the gear. Yeah. And, like, I was like, oh, my God, this is so very overwhelming. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I visited um, Columbus College of Art and Design. Okay. Uh, which was, you know, obviously very, very artistic. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I grew up in Toledo. You know, there's nothing like that here. Right. And when I went and visited there, it was so overwhelming because I was like, oh my God, there's like so much talent in this one exactly. area. I was like, uh, the bar is so high. Right. But in, in terms of resources when you're in Chicago, obviously the school must have been pretty, pretty good. Oh yeah. And so like that was, so like the last few years of college were hard because like I was starting to have this like crisis. Like I was like, okay, i always been known as the film girl like mm-hmm. I've always been known as someone who was gonna make movies and like go to LA and become a director like people would always say things to me like remember me when you're famous oh, and I, I would always one. be like that's a lot of pressure yeah uh-huh. <laughs> be like don't say that but it also make me feel good of course because I was like wow like people like my yeah, work they, enough they believe to, in me yeah. yeah so so for a long time that's what I was known known for and then I halfway through college I started to feel like oh no like maybe this isn't really me. Like I started to have like doubts, Mm -hmm. like ton of doubts. And I started to get really worried. Like, have I been lying to myself? Like, am I actually good at this? Is this something that I just have, am doing because like, I know I can. So like, Mm -hmm. I'm not trying anything else. Right. That was really hard for a while. And then I took a documentary class and I was like, oh, this is what I like. I never had like a word for it essentially mm-hmm. because I didn't really watch a lot of documentaries. Like I never considered myself like a documentary fan. Like, But I really liked that style of storytelling and that style of editing. And like documentary can be a ton of, you know, it's oh, not yeah. just like a Ken Burns, like <laughs> it can be a ton of things. Yeah. Like I consider like YouTube vlogging documentary. It is. Yeah. Documenting what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's like a glorified home video. Yeah. Yeah. And then I took that documentary class and I was like, okay, well, I just got to kind of restructure my dreams, like make them like realistic, figure out a way that I can make myself happy and like still do this somehow. Right. And so I started to kind of like let go of the really big, like, I'm going to move to LA. Cause I've, I think that like, I always want to do things that I know I really, it's not that I can't do them. It's just that I know I wouldn't be like fulfilled or I wouldn't be like, I don't know, like, cause I have, I have bad anxiety. Mm-hmm. So like moving to LA right out of college would be a big life change for me. Oh yeah. And I knew that like 
I wouldn't, I'm pretty good at like being like, okay, I know I'm not going to probably excel in that like headspace yeah, and in that. You're like, realistic about it. Right. So like I knew that Toledo, like if I moved back to Toledo, I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to really dive in. Right. If I'm going to move home and live in my parents' house, I'm going to like spend all of my time and all of my energy. And they, I am so lucky that they are, that they believe in me still. Mm. Like I consider that one of the best things they could ever give me was that. Right. <laughs> like their belief in me. Cause so many people would always be like, you're majoring in film. Like, don't your parents like want you to like major in something that, <laughs> you know, don't your parents want you to be a doctor. Right. Or, like, like something that will like guarantee. Money. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I always was worried about that people's perception of me too when mm-hmm. I was in school like oh like you're never gonna make any money I was like it's never been important to me we though. grow up and <laughs> and obviously our industry has changed so much right. even like since we got out of high school mm-hmm. you know the sky is the limit really you can do anything you can open a Etsy shop for anything you I can know. make videos about anything people right. will eat it up anytime I feel like anything that I want to do might sound stupid or people don't want to watch that people don't want to listen to that people don't want to see that I always remember that every time I go to my grandparents' house, right, they're usually watching TV and they're watching some ridiculous, like, HG TV show where people are like, yeah, our budget <laughs> is, like, uh, shy of $3 million. We're just out here house hunting. And they will sit down and watch that. For, like, hours. They think it's entertainment. And I'm looking at, like, oh, my God, it's terrible. <laughs> but, like, millions of people watch that. So yeah. I'm like, okay, if people will watch this, then, you know what, maybe some people will invest in what I'm doing. So yeah. let's talk freelancing. A lot of the video work that you do, is it mostly weddings? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, well, no. Meh. Okay. Good mix. <laughs> so, so I was like, okay, I want to do wedding videography because I want to do videography more than photo. Big whatever. market for weddings here. Right. Mm-hmm. People will always get married. And I feel like weddings are the one real commercial type work that you can get into that is pretty documentary focused. Yeah, you know, for sure. Obviously. Yeah. No, I like doing it too. Like I, I know I'm only in my second year and probably people will hear this and be like, oh, just you wait. Yeah, I remember those <laughs> days. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I, for right now, I like it. So like, why not keep doing it? I, I'm, get, I'm gaining speed. It's going well. Right. Again, it was like uh, my friend's sister was getting married. I pretty much begged her. I was like, can I do your wedding video? She was just like, we don't really have room in the budget. And I was like, I don't care. I don't care. I'll do like, it for yeah, free. I just <laughs> get experience in this field and then i did that one video mm-hmm. put it on the internet five people reached out to me in the next like two months and i was like oh my god yeah it's working and it's just been like a roller coaster yeah just takes <laughs> that then. one you know little spark to mm-hmm. start the fire mm-hmm. uh so how many weddings did you do this year 12 12 one of them was photo okay but i'm never doing that again <laughs> never <laughs> no feel much more comfortable in the realm of, of video. video yeah mm-hmm. it's really different I did two wedding films last year and i was like I guess like my style is just different where I'm like, I would love to have more than just me for a video. Yeah. It's like when I go into making a video, I see so much more that can be done and I'm like, Oh, I can't do it by myself. Sure. It's just my perfectionist mentality of, I want all of these elements to come in where I want it to be like an actual yeah. <laughs> movie. Right. You know? Yeah. So I'm like, I, I don't think that's for me. Well, it's- like, there's even like a million ways you can make a wedding video. True. Yeah. There's no one video wedding video style. Mm-hmm. I have a, I've watched so many different kinds of wedding videos. What kind of what kind of elements do you like to incorporate in your films? So like this year, my goal was to use less slow motion uh-huh. and more sound. Okay. Because 
I think that as a wedding videographer and most wedding videographers will relate to this is like so easy to just put your camera at 120 frames per second and just shoot that all day long. Mm-hmm. And then you have like all this beautiful slow motion footage and it always looks good. And people are always like, wow, that's so cool. Oh yeah. The clients will love that. They'll eat it up. Right. Because it's something that they can't personally do. Exactly. They're like, you know? wow, it looks like a music video. Right. And I'm just like, okay, but so lazy though for me, mm-hmm. like it's just like, and then it's, I don't have fun doing that. Cause it's just easy. Like it's just, there's no challenge. Right. So incorporate like elements of just like background noise into the video. I really like hearing like the chatter, like the little moments that happen, people like can relate to. And they can mm-hmm. be like, a lot of like cute little moments that happen with like parents. And there's and, always a lot going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do you find it's difficult to do just by yourself? I don't really like hate doing it by myself, but there will be moments where I'm like, wow, like this would not take me so long. And I would not have just missed that shot yeah. if there was someone else with me. Mm-hmm. So what else do you do for, for video? I know you've done stuff for the Metro Parks before. Yes. I haven't really heard too much about that. Tell me more about that. So the Metro Parks. So I started doing that because I actually knew one of the guys in the marketing department department at the Metro Parks. Mm-hmm. Used to work for Toledo Grows, which is a urban gardening um, nonprofit. Okay. A few months after I came home, I took over the Metro Parks Instagram. Mm-hmm. And they kind of were just like, you can do whatever you want. They were just like, we just want a younger person's perspective and cause it was like November. So it was starting to get cold yep. and they kind of just, you know, it's the Metro parks, everything starts to die. Mm. <laughs> and so they don't have as much content yep. <laughs> cause it's cold and like people don't go to the parks as much. So they just wanted something and they wanted to reach like our audience, like the millennial audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took that and ran like if I, I was like, you're going to let me do whatever I want. Okay. Like I'm going to do something cool. So I wanted to do video. Um, and so I, and it was kind of like an opportunity for me to be like, here's what I can do. Like yeah. hire me again. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I went and just did like a, in the style of uh, humans of New York, did like humans of the Metro Parks, mm-hmm. and like interviewed people. Like I just literally would go to Metro Parks, walk around and find people and interview them. Your your freelancing process. What What are some elements about it that, you kind of are like, oh, I could use some improvement. Staying on task. Yeah. And like creating a schedule and sticking to it. Mm-hmm. Because I'll have moments where I'm like, I'm getting so much work done. I feel so good about it. Yeah. I love my work. And then I have moments where I'm like, I hate everything. I don't want to do this right now. And then I don't. And then I am in a terrible spot because yeah. then it's like, I, I, oh, I don't I, I put this off for like two weeks yes. and now I'm behind and yes. I have all this other stuff coming in and I'm the only one who's like responsible responsible yeah. for me mm-hmm. so nobody's checking in on me yeah like my clients aren't checking in they're just trusting that I'm doing it they'll only check in to see like uh is it almost ready right you know right it's like sometimes like I do have like really like like I'll have like a whole month of just like wow like things have been going really well like I'm getting stuff done. I really am good at this. Like, wow. And then it will be like the next month will be terrible. Yeah. And like, I don't want to wake up. Like, I don't want to even like, like, it's so no, terrible. I don't I mean, want to get no, out of bed. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> One month might be just like insane. You get all the projects that you want. Mm-hmm. It's not overwhelming. It's all mm-hmm. stuff that you're really invested in and you're learning from it. And then some months it can be like, I'm not really excited about anything that I'm doing and I'm kind of just wishy-washy and, and then suddenly you're missing deadlines and blah, right. blah, 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 blah. And it goes on. And in those moments too, I start to like hate my work. Yeah. I look at it and I'm like, you're it's like, not why even good. Why do people hire me? Yeah. 
And then, it, and then it's terrible because then that can kind of show in your enthusiasm, both like when you're working and, you know, as, as you're continuing to market your services, right. you know, I have to, I have to leave the house to get anything done. So you do the coffee shop. I do coffee shops. Coffee shop work mm-hmm. environment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the libraries too. Libraries I'm are like, good. If I'm like, I'm spending it's too quiet much money. You can and, actually focus. Yeah. Sometimes I do feel like working from home. I'm just like, I still feel productive today, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to go anywhere. Like, but it's really rare that ha- that happens. Yeah. I can't do coffee shops anymore. Yeah. I used to get really excited about them at first because I was like, I can work anywhere. I can go work at a coffee shop today and I'm working. Yeah. And it's great and it's fun. I was like, you know, I was that that person that, you know, you would always see like on TV or something. <laughs> like that dude's working in a coffee shop. That's so cool. <laughs> like he's not in an office. <laughs> Offices are boring. But now it's at a point where it's just like, it's it's almost usually loud. Mm-hmm. You're still by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you're over caffeinated, you're like, okay, what what else can I do here? I know. And I don't know. It's hard for me to focus. Yeah. This is why we need our co-working space. I know. Well, like obviously, I would problem. rather. I mean, I I don't want to be working in coffee shops every day. It's just where it is the place where I get more done. Right. Than at home or. Do you think you could get work done in a co-working space? Yes. Yeah. Co-working space, all for it. Mm-hmm. All for it. I've like I have looked at so many different websites in other um, cities, mm-hmm. and been Everybody like, oh, has I one. Could, like if I move to Cincinnati right now, the, here are the few options that I would have in Cincinnati. Yeah. Or like, yeah, but Toledo doesn't have one. Nope. Well, we do, but we don't yet. You so. really love Toledo. <laughs> I have a love-hate relationship with Toledo. <laughs> I just get frustrated. Yeah. Well, it's limiting. It you is. know, like it's not the perfect place to live. Mm-hmm. It's good to have a love-hate relationship with the place you're from, though. That's very true. You recognize its flaws. It's like, yeah. it's not a perfect place. You realize place. What, what can be done better. Also, like, if you force yourself to have a good mentality, mm-hmm. you will begin to have a good mentality. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to make things happen in Toledo. Yeah. What, kind of, what kind of things do you want to see so this is, happen here? I think one thing that I would love to see, or I would just love to learn more about Toledo, because what I did not know that much when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Just where I lived. It was just... That's all I knew. Yeah. Just where that I was lived. your world. Yep. And I had a small world. Like, you I ever go very, downtown often? Yeah, every, I mean, a Mudhens game. game. Yeah. I don't know. Cosi. Yeah. That's about it. Right. Field trips. You know what my favorite gem parks. is? It's just down the street. Is it the original sub shop? Oh, yeah. Yes. Like those kinds of places that are like, well, like all the coffee shops too, all the local coffee shops. I spend so much time in all the local mm-hmm. coffee shops. But well, like, we got to work somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think like the Hensville thing, like that's cool that that happened. Mm-hmm. Just like the warehouse district is awesome. Oh, like all the bars in the warehouse. It's, it's district. probably the most like prominent area. Yeah. in downtown. I love uptown though too. Yeah, like the um, the attic is my favorite bar. Oh yeah, it's the best. It's so cozy and mm-hmm. just like quirky and divey. I I, I love Toledo yeah. quite a bit. I want to see some good come out of it, just because I feel like it deserves it, and the people around here deserve it. I think what's really cool too is like, especially in the summertime, there are things happening, at least downtown, like every day. Every day. Like there's, and every weekend there's some festival, some like the farmer's market, the night market, there's like the concert series. Mm-hmm. Like there's tons of stuff going on. You just have to like take part in it, realize it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's nice. It's lovely. Um, let's talk influences. This will be our, our, our last topic. You're asking what? Yeah. What, what am are I they? Like, by? okay. So the weird thing about me is that, like, I, I've been involved in a lot of portrait work mm-hmm. over the last few years, but I don't follow a lot of 
portrait photographers. Sure. I don't draw a lot of inspiration yeah. from portrait photographers, but I get a lot of my influence and inspiration from music. Like I'll get idea, I'll get I'll get ideas for a project just by I mean, I listen to music every night before I go to bed. Yeah. And as I'm falling asleep, I'll just think of these like crazy scenarios yeah. or like ways to represent what I'm feeling from this music photographically. And that's kind of how Jake, I draw from it. You stole what I was going to say. <laughs> I literally Cut, was going to say that. Yeah. From music? Yes, because I, cause I feel like people always expect me to be like, what film director are you most influenced by? And What's I, your like, favorite Martin Scorsese film? Like I can't, I don't, I've never, no. ever been influenced by direct, film directors. Hmm. I mean, most recently Greta Gerwig for sure. She's like, I, she's so cool. And she's making some cool stuff. She she did Lady Bird and she did Little Women. Okay. Love, I need love to watch it. that. Both? Lady both. Bird? Yeah. You should watch but both. Little Women, I'm seeing a lot about yeah. on Twitter. So. Yes. But yeah, music, I mean, I think that's something that like I can like trace back to. Like, I remember like when I got my first iPod, <laughs> like putting those headphones in and being like, I am in a music video right now. And like mm-hmm. imagining like how I would like how you would edit make it that together. Video? Oh, yeah. Like I've, I used to do that a lot. Yeah. And when I was really young, like that's the kind of stuff I would make all the time was I would just choose a song I really liked and then like make like a music video montage to it. Like I have so many of those. That's essentially what I did. But it was yeah. skateboarding. Mm-hmm. And that's how you you pulled those videos together back in the day. It was like having the song. Mm-hmm. Every, every, every part has like its song. Mm-hmm. And, and it totally changes like the flow mm-hmm. and everything. And that's just how I still think about things. Right. And I didn't even talk about this, but I love making music videos. Yeah. Like I, the music video that I made for my cousin's band this past year. Mm-hmm. So I made a music video for my cousin's band. <laughs> Heavy Diamond Ring. And I'm making another one for them next month. Yes. And we're going to do it in Denver. Well, in Evergreen. I love doing music videos. I don't think I, I will. I don't think like I'm like a music video like director. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I'll always do music videos. I just really like doing them. But I like just working with musicians in general yeah. because I love music so much. So like any kind of like video work that I can do with musicians, I'm a fan of. Especially I love so like the stuff that I've done for Oliver Hazard. I've loved doing the behind the scenes stuff with them. Oh, yeah. I yeah. really like doing that kind of because it's like I get to mix like the two things I love most, like documentary, documentary filmmaking and, and music. Mm-hmm. It's like the best. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have anything you want to plug before we wrap up? <laughs> I don't know. Your socials. Alan Even though Zuba. you're not on Instagram right now. Yeah, I'm taking an Instagram break. You Everyone, earlier. you heard it here. Yeah. It's I got back on Instagram today because I was like, I know. You got back get, on Instagram to remind people that you're not on Instagram. I got an email from Instagram. I never get emails from Instagram, but I got an email that said, like, you have direct you have direct message from this person, this person, this person. Oh. So I was like, okay, I knew that this was gonna happen. So I just went to respond to them and then but yeah, Instagram. <laughs> yep. Don't oh, go look up my YouTube videos. Yes. They're really funny. Dig up all the really old ones. I deleted a, I deleted a ton of them like when I was like in like high delete, school. Delete, delete, or like hid them. When I was in high school, I mm-hmm. delete deleted them, and I really wish I didn't because yeah, there were some there were some gems. What's your Instagram handle? Ellen Zubek. Ellen Zubek, and your website. EllenZubek.com. And you, you have Twitter, mm-hmm. right? Ellen E L L E N D Z. See, you're lucky. You get you get the handles where it's your first and last name. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. There's, there's already enough Jake, Jake Webbers. Webbers. World, yeah, I don't think there's any other Ellen Zubex. There's a, there's a Twitter account that's at Jake Weber that has been inactive for like 12 years. 
and I'm waiting for the day that Twitter is just like, okay, we're going to delete this account, and I'm going to swoop right in and snag that one. Yeah. But then it's going to make everything a mess again. All right. Thanks so much for sitting down. Thanks for having me. And chatting on the podcast. It was fun. Almost an hour and a half. Wait, wait. Feels longer. An hour and a half. I was going to say. There we go. Nice.